everyone and welcome back to Because It's Good For You with me, Chloe, from Girl Meditates. Obviously you already know that because you listen every week. I'm sure you do. <laughs> so this week I sent out a little message on Instagram and Facebook, but I only got replies on Instagram. I don't know, I don't know, is Facebook not the place to be to get um, submissions from people? I don't know, Instagram seems to pop off when I ask for people to um, include themselves in the podcast. So this week I asked, what would be your death row meal or your last meal? Because um, sometimes when you ask people that, they go, oh, well, I couldn't even think about eating if I knew I was about to die. And it's like, yeah, obviously you probably wouldn't be able to eat. But for the sake of creating conversation, just let your mind go wild and tell me what you'd have. So it's the last meal on earth and it could be absolutely anything. So I said you could have a starter and a drink, main and a drink, dessert and a drink, and then one wild card item, which could be absolutely anything. It could be a handful of Pringles. It could be a single chocolate dipped strawberry. Absolutely anything. And boy, did you come through. So as I've just been thinking about this, a story popped into my head of something that happened to me in the past two weeks. And now I've just got to tell you because it's in my brain and I have to get it out. So recently, I love going, like going for breakfast for me is, feels like a luxury. If you ever want to feel like the richest person in the world, I'm telling you, if you've got a day off midweek and you go for breakfast, like it's a whole different world going for breakfast midweek. Anyway, on this particular day, it was on the weekend. So I like finding new places to go for breakfast. Obviously, I love supporting small. So if I know there's a new cafe where I haven't been to or anywhere local or small, a bakery, oh my God, to die for. I love going for breakfast to places. Made it a bit of a thing now where I'll rate them out of 10. Obviously, personally, I don't ever like tell people on my social media or anything like that um and yeah it's it's just a new hobby and you know what going out for breakfast it's expensive it's no longer 10 12 pounds like for two of you 30 pound easy so I found this new place really cute cafe (laughs) it was a rainy Sunday or Saturday morning I can't remember now um so I go in there and it's it's very cozy Most of the tables are full, so I walk in, I see the person that is the main person working there, and I'm like, hey, have you got a table for two? Can you squeeze us in? And she was like, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I can. You can sit at this table, but it's quite noisy. And I was kind of thinking, "Mm, that's weird. Don't don't know why it's noisy. The only reason I could think it was near the... um, till, like the where you pay, so probably people might walk up behind you... They were making coffees there, yada, yada, yada. I thought it was absolutely fine. Sat down, didn't really think of it. Then a new waitress comes up and she goes, do you know what? Do you want to sit on this other table for two? Because it's quite noisy here and like, I wouldn't want to sit there. And in my brain, I was kind of like, hmm, I'm not that bothered. But now two of you have mentioned it. It's making me think like, is a steamroller about to come through the window behind me and that's where the noise comes from like I wasn't I wasn't catching the vibe as to where the noise was coming from but now two people have mentioned it it makes me think 
oh, well, yeah, let's move because you've now offered it. So we moved tables <laughs> and then the first woman who sat us down comes back into the restaurant bit and in front of everyone, in front of the whole cafe is like, did you tell them they could move to that table? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you know when your stomach drops? And I'm not sure if she, if the person thought there was an invisible soundproof wall between us, but I'm telling you, this place was cozy. Like these two people, the two workers that were working there, who were about to have this argument in front of us, were honestly less than two feet away. <laughs> and instantly, whoa, my like stress response goes off because I'm like, oh my gosh, now I feel uncomfortable. The first woman did say like she only had that table, but then the second person came in and said like, hey, I wouldn't want to sit there. Do you want to move over here? There's a free table. I'm assuming everyone that works at that place knows the situation, knows if there's a table reserved. I, I didn't know what to think. So in this moment, I'm sat there looking down at the menu and half of my brain is like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'll just move back. I'm not that bothered. So I obviously am about to say like, do you want us to move back? Like, I'm not that bothered. And then the other half of my brain is so shocked that this is happening in front of me right now that I feel, I, it's like I reverted to a child. Do you, know when, do you know when you go to your friend's house when you were younger? You go for a little play date, your friend might do something naughty and you're also kind of involved and then you are both getting shouted at. <laughs> That's what, in that moment, that is what it felt like. I felt so uncomfortable because this woman was kind of inadvertently shouting at us as well. I kind of have a feeling she assumed that we had asked to move, but I hadn't asked to move. The other employee had said, and had kind of gone on about it as well, like, hey, come sit over here. I wouldn't want to sit next to a noisy coffee machine. Like, so you know, you actually feel like, oh, you kind of have to do it anyway. You don't want to make a scene by being like, no, no, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. So in that moment, I just feel like I'm getting shouted at. Like, I remember a time going to a friend's house. She had new bouncy balls. I specifically remember they were like a cerise pink marbled with a white. And she was like, hey, do you know the best place to bounce bouncy balls is? And I was like, go on, where? She was like, in the bath. So we go to the bathroom and she starts lashing these bouncy balls. <laughs> and they are dinging off every surface in that bathroom. <laughs> And it's hilarious. Obviously, there's a risk factor. Am I going to take a bouncy ball to the eye socket? Who knows? And then her mum bursts in and has a massive go at both of us. <laughs> Shouting that the bouncy balls have ruined her bath. There's now dints in the bath. I even remember at the time, my eight-year-old brain was like, mm, I kind of feel like you're over-exaggerating, but okay. But I'm not joking, being in that cafe took me right back to that moment of like when your friend's parent is shouting at them, but like you're also kind of getting shouted at. That is how I felt when these two people who worked at this place were having an argument in front of us. Oh my gosh. You know what? I felt that uncomfortable that my hunger just went away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Obviously, there's a stress response in my body. 
and I no longer need hunger. And yeah, I just wasn't hungry anymore. And I just ordered like a full breakfast as well. So I'm not going to blast them on this podcast because my mama taught me better than that. But yeah, if if you own a cafe and you are arguing in front of your patrons and you're basically kind of shouting at them at the same time, oh my gosh, it makes them feel uncomfortable and they will never return. And I know everyone has a bad day, but just go into the back and be like, hey, I was saving that table for someone else because they reserved it because we're making a massive deal about how noisy it is next to the coffee machine. Why put a table next to the coffee machine? There, I said it. (laughs) So anyway, that just came into my head and I thought, you would want to know about it. Anywho, this weekend has just been a bank holiday weekend. And do you know what? I always think if you work it, if you don't, you just got to find a moment in the weekend to find some paradise. And this weekend, for me, it was going to the beach and having a chip, a hot chip bath followed by well kind of at the same time as having a 99 ice cream um because I got them at the same time and obviously the ice cream started melting so honestly it was great having the salt the sweet it was delicious but I was eating this chip bath thinking do you know what chip baths would solve all world conflict I swear have you ever gone to a pub quiz to maybe a pub that you haven't been to before And in the interval, they just start bringing out hot chips and buttered baths. And for a moment, everyone just shuts up, starts eating their chip bath, and everything is right in the world. Like, and anyone can eat a chip bath as well. Vegans, vegetarians get a bit of vegan spread on there instead of the butter. Everyone loves potatoes. I mean, who doesn't love a carb wrapped in another carb? This is why I don't count calories. Like, because you're going to miss out on all of life's juicy treasures. The minute I have to start counting calories, the patriarchy wins. And that cannot happen on my watch. (laughs) So it really just got me thinking, like, chip bath because obviously I was starting to think like what would be my death row meal my last meal on earth and when I was eating this chip bath I just thought imagine when G8 all get together I think it's G7 now because Russia got kicked out obvious reasons and they're all fighting they're all being like hey could you stop bombing my country well I do that because you are in trillions of debt to my country imagine halfway between someone just starts coming out the back kitchen with hot plates of chips and buttered baths honestly that's how we're gonna secure world peace prove me wrong so what would be your death row meal and if you didn't have a submission this week maybe just take a moment to think about it Uh, this is this kind of the same question as like what would you do if you won the lottery it's just nice to like let your brain run wild so lots of submissions on instagram and i'm gonna go through them now give me a second while i get them up on my phone so as i say we're looking for i mean some people just throughout loads of different foods to me which is fine but we're looking for um starter drink main drink 
and then dessert drink and then um what did I call it before wild card item can be absolutely anything you want so Anna on Instagram says she'd start with a sea a seaweed salad and sushi then tonk <laughs> forgive me here tonkotsu ramen and then tiramisu with a nice cold beer Ooh, I love this I mean do I know what tonk tonkotsu ramen is no I do know what ramen is though um that sounds absolutely delish I love that vibe Anna when are you cooking this and I will head on over just you know if you need any feedback on your death row meal I will gladly give you it so Lucy on Instagram says her starter would be pate with warm French bread and butter oh my gosh love even just just the bread and butter again like oh my god so good then her main is her dad's veg stew I love that love when someone's like there's a specific actually a specific meal made by a specific person so it's a dad's veg stew with a cup of tea and then black currant cheesecake with prosecco oh yes love to see it who have we got next helen on instagram her starter so we're starting with squid do you know what this will show that i've never had squid at you know a really really posh place but if I've ever had it it's very chewy like it's almost just like you tune it so much that you're like oh I just need to swallow it now to like get rid of this so I myself have never had good squid but maybe that just shows that I had it as a calamari in a Toby Carvery somewhere and that is the reason so moving on to the main ribeye steak chef's kiss delicioso and finishing with a lemon posset. Mmm, this is high end. Helen's wild card is an afternoon tea. Okay, so I asked for one item for the wild card, but do you know what? I love it. Don't ask, you don't get. She's gone for the full works of an afternoon tea. <laughs> Helen's drink of choice is a red Malbec and champagne with everything. Do you know what? You really have gone big and I love to see it. Okay, Eleanor on Instagram says her start would be scallops with a G&T. Her main is her dad's chicken roast dinner with a cider. Oh, roast dinner. Mm, yeah, that's kind of the, the same thing that I was thinking about. Um, her dessert is a homemade trifle apricot flavor and a tasty espresso I mean we all know what I think about espressos I try I tried cacao for the first time last week and I was saying that because it's like an alternative to coffee but it hasn't got the same caffeine in it um and I think people that have espressos are just it's wild to me it's almost like why do you want to feel like your anxiety is at an all-time high like I don't get it I tried one once and I'm not joking to me it tastes like someone has had a cup of water and then they've asked everyone who's smoking to just put their done cigarettes like out in the water let that marinade for like 24 hours and then you're asking me to drink that water that smoky cigarette marinade water 
that's what an espresso tastes like to me. And isn't that weird? Because some, obviously, some people absolutely love it. Like Eleanor here. Homemade trifle, apricot flavour and a tasty espresso. I mean, this is what's amazing about this question. Everyone's different. And we love to see it. And Eleanor's wild card is a mocha. So she is obviously a caffeine fiend. <laughs> and we love it. We absolutely love it. And our final submission of the death row. Last meal on earth is from Katie on Instagram. And she really did go big. And this is what I love because you really have to get your brain thinking about this. I mean, this is your last meal on earth. So here's what Katie says. I don't, I don't know why I'm struggling with this. Like I'm not actually on death row, but my starter would be ham sandwich on medium sliced white bread with some cheese and onion, uh, sorry, with some cheese and onion walkers crushed up in it for stars. Drink would be a cup of tea. Not like it's going to make the situation better, like they usually say it does. <laughs> My main would be medium rare sirloin steak drowned in garlic butter with rosemary fries on the side. Perhaps a couple of lightly battered crisp onion rings too. Drink to accompany this would be a nice glass of Savvy B. Dessert has to be a Belgian waffle with lashings of chocolate sauce and a sprinkle of icing sugar on top. I think my drink of choice to accompany this would be a bottle of limoncello for Dutch courage. It also aids digestion, so it can't help, can it? Not that I would feel digestion because I would be dead at that point. Right, so, I mean, I love that kind of detail. This is why I love this question. It gets everyone thinking about, mm, what would be my last meal on earth? And honestly, I have been back and forth. This will probably change over time. It'll probably change next week. But at this moment in time, my death row or last meal on earth would be... Okay, I'm going to use a loophole for my starter. So I would have my starter as a slider style double cheeseburger, as in really, really small double cheeseburger with fried onions on, mmm, cheese, the lot. And then I want like a handful of salty hot fries on the side of it. And my choice of drink would be a strawberry milkshake. So I think that's allowed because of this, I'm, I'm doing tiny size, like, you know, like bite size portions. So there is my starter. Also, I mean, I want to say I'm 80% veggie at this point, but if this is my last meal, like I'm just gonna have to go hard or go home. So my main would be a roast dinner. It just has to be with all the trimming. So I would choose a nice roast chicken. I want loads of roast potatoes, the way my mum cooks them. Yeah, those are the roast potatoes I want. Fluffy on the inside, crispy on the outside. Then I'd love some red cabbage, roasted carrots, broccoli, maybe even um, cauliflower cheese, but the cheese has to literally be like charred on top. Recently I went somewhere, the cauliflower cheese was so watery, it's like they got frozen cauliflower, it didn't defrost, 
properly, they just smash it in a microwave so all the water was drawn out and then they put cheese on top of it and it was just swimming. It was swimming in the water on top. It's like, no, it needs to have a char, a crispy char on top to be proper cauliflower cheese. So that's my main. Roast dinner, all the trimmings, yummy, 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 yummy. My drink with the um, main would be a wine called Bird in Hand. I don't really drink. I want to say, I probably drink about three pints of year, a year, honestly. Like, if everyone's going out, I'll have a little drink. But I'm not a massive drinker. But I have discovered Bird in Hand. And I have discovered, I don't, it's like a sparkling rosé white wine. I don't even know what it is. You can get it in Waitrose. Lots of times it's on offer for like eleven ninety nine. Get it when it's that price because usually it's like 17 quid. And it's beautiful. I would also add into the bird in hand just a dash of like an elderflower juice. Mmm, just just taste sensation with the roast dinner. And my pudding or dessert is a sticky toffee pudding, absolute classic, with a vanilla ice cream. And my drink would be a cheeky little Aperol spritz. And as I'm about to leave the earth, I just want to catch a vibe. Nice, light, spritzy Aperol spritz. And my um, wild card item would be a hot chocolate from Angelina's in Paris. And if you've never been there, oh my gosh, it's like this old style vintage tea room. And they have this hot chocolate, but it's not just hot chocolate. Honestly, it's like a melted chocolate, but... You know, you think if you drank melted chocolate, it would like coat your throat and it would be like way too chocolatey. I don't know what they do to it, but it is sublime. And that would be my wild card item. Even talking about this is like, it's making me feel good inside. So if you didn't do a submission today, just have a think about what your last meal on earth would be it really just it gets the creative juices flowing it makes you think like "Mm, yes food is the one and it just makes me happy do you know what I mean so thank you so much for everyone who submitted theirs today I really hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have I love talking about food I mean, that was a really hard decision. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've got other things popping in my head now. Like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe I could have had this. Maybe I could have had that. But that's the beauty of it. You have to choose. Because you're about to leave the earth. So, (laughs) and you only get one option of you start a main dessert. Plus drinks. Plus wild card. So, I've loved going through this. I hope you have. We're going to easily just ease into our mindful mini moment of mindfulness now so as usual you know the score if you're driving if you're in control of something where you need your eyes open please do not close down the eyes but if you're just at home if you're maybe sat on the bus going to work wherever you are you can just take a moment we're just going to come down from the day doesn't matter if it's the morning if it's the afternoon if it's night time we're just gonna settle into the moment taking a pause taking our foot off the gas pedal closing down the eyes if it feels good for you in this moment 
And we're just going to take three really gentle deep breaths to bring ourselves back down to our baseline of calm. Breathing in through the nose at your own pace. And releasing. Continuing your breathing. And just really actively choosing to start to soften some areas of the body that may be holding or gripping on to tension. On your next breath, can you pinpoint those areas? Maybe there's some tightness in the shoulders. Maybe some clenching in the jaw. On your next breath, you're just going to release that tension, really choosing to let go. Beginning to notice what that feels like in the body. Knowing that this moment is so vital and important for your well-being. And today you're going to actively choose you. You're going to actively choose to tend to your well-being. to feel good and free about it. Let's take a moment here to send some gratitude our own way for simply taking this pause. And finally taking one deep breath to fully honour ourselves and this mini practice that we've chosen to take today. Breathing in through the nose at your own pace. And fully releasing Just beginning to tune into the sounds outside the room. Noticing the surface below you. If you haven't already, just opening back up the eyes ever so gently. And reintroducing yourself to the day. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have an amazing day, be well, and may peace be with you always. So as usual, if you would like to submit anything for next week's podcast, keep an eye on social media while I'll ask for your submissions. 
If you're not already following on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at Girl Meditates. Or if you just want to get in touch, send an email about absolutely anything, you can get me on hello at girlmeditates.com. Be well, everyone. Catch you next week.